Here's our info, our family out here. <laughs> Let's go. Look, y'all, we've been through some hurt and some pain. Some pain. Had some storms, but we danced in that rain. This love we have, no fake, we're all in. Let's go. With our mind on the Lord, through it all, we still win. We focus on flipping the scene. It's action time and about the green. Ain't about the fame, it's about the world. We changing your mom, your boy, your girl. Come on. We know your marriage ain't no fairy tale with no horse or carriage. But if you manage to take these messages, then your marriage won't be average. Me and my orchid ain't trying to do you damage. We grinding, binding, rebuking, and shooting demons out your family. So pay attention, get your word fixed, your extension. Cause we on right now, it's about to go down. You are now in another dimension. We married for real. My God. What's good? What's good? What's good with y'all people today? All right now. <laughs> what's happening today? Y'all know it's Married for Real. Welcome to the Married for Real show with Latroy and Christina. This is where the truth, transparency, and God is the only way to be married for, for real. real. Welcome, everybody. What, what we want y'all to do first and foremost is to share, tag some people, share this post um, to any now. groups, clubs, or whatever. Tag about three to four people, man, because we're about to get it started. Get if y'all didn't see the subtitle or the title, <laughs> The topic for today is What was the topic for today? Man, listen here. We trying to we trying to be married for real out here, right? Come on now. And something that we've learned, you guys, we've been married for over 20 years for those of you who do not know who we are. Come on. Um we are also certified marriage mentors and motivators, all right? That is what we do. That's why we are on live. So go Come ahead and share so somebody can get this message today. But man, we want to talk to y'all today about What are we talking about? <laughs> In marriage, you have to Guard your mouth. Oh, my gosh. Is that what we're talking about today? We want to just let you know right there, y'all. You have to guard your mouth. But before we get into that, let's go ahead and give some shout-outs to our peep, peep, peep. All right. We're going to give some shout-outs here. Who we got here? Come on, Pippi. What it do, girlfriend? What's happening? Pippi and Everett over there in the V. She say, she say, I love the freaking the intro. <laughs> Can I say that in in a, in a, in, a, in a believers Can we say that? in a Christian uh, believers um, podcast? But the topic is God your mouth, literally. It's freaking good. God your mouth. It's God, God your mouth. See that a hey, that is, is perfect. Is. You know what I'm saying? What's going on, Pippi? We love y'all. We love you, Everett. Man, tell Everett we say what's up. Corey McDonald, what's up, Corey? Man, we miss y'all, man. We do. What's happening? We got Lavanda uh, up in here. Vit, sorry, girl. We we got mesh name. We Ella, we trying. We we trying here. Uh, we got Kimberly. Hey, Kimberly, Kimberly from Chi Town. Jay from the Chuck Town. What's going on, man? Jay and Lashawn, we love you guys. Ebony, what's happening, y'all? Listen, I see Ebony on here. She said, "Listen, I am not married, but I'm here to learn because I am a wife." You go ahead and That's say that, girl, and you're gonna be found. Come on, you're gonna be found. Ebony say, "Look, I'm here to learn, and I'm look. I ain't married no, just no little joker." Listen, she said, "I'm gonna be ready when we get married. I'm gonna be a virtuous wife come for my now. king. Come through, and this <laughs> is what you do, man. You get information. Um, it's information, knowledge, and wisdom that actually um, builds a healthy marriage. You need knowledge. Come on here, now, all right. So you're doing the right thing. We got Taisha. Hey, hey. What's going on, y'all? Tanya Turner. Thank you for tagging her. Veronica. Hey, y'all. What's going on? We got Frey. What's that, Fryer? Frey, Sonia. I'm gonna just say Sonia. Hey, Sonia. What's going on? Uh, we got Tia from Miami in the house. Melvin, what's, what's going up? on, my brother? Trey Hollis, you always with us, King. What's going on, King? What it do? What's happening? Princess White, La Lashonda is in here. Vicky is in here. We Man, look, y'all. We we see all y'all. We we're gonna give some more shout out. Shout out, y'all. Make sure y'all um Absolutely. continue to stay posting. Um, also, we're going to be seeing a lot of things So we want y'all to, whatever highlight statement Whatever highlight word that y'all hear Post it up, tag it up, you know what I'm saying Because what we want to do is get some other people To see, uh, see what marriage really is about Amen So tag some people <clears throat> and also interact with us Because we will be looking at your comments and stuff like that But baby, baby are you, Yes, my king Are you ready to, to get into this thing, man What we're talking about um, Watching God in your heart, in your mouth Absolutely. I'm ready to ring the bell, baby. Let's go ahead and ring the bell Are on this ready? topic because, you know, 
We've, you know, <clears throat> sorry, you guys, God had to actually, yeah, God had to actually reveal the importance <clears throat> of this topic to us himself. Right. Because we were really destroying our marriage with our mouth. We were saying a lot of hurtful things out of the flesh, out of emotions. And, you know, it sometimes is not only what we are saying in the marriage that's destroying the marriage. Right. But sometimes it's also what we're not saying in the marriage. So powerful. That could be destroying the marriage because we all know the famous scripture says for the power of death and life is in the tongue, right? And so not only are your wow. hurtful, destructive words dam could be damaging your marriage, right. but sometimes even when you're not speaking the life of God into your spouse, that could also be contributing, you know, to why your marriage isn't getting to that next level. And it, there's so many times that we talk with people who where the spouse is saying, well, I don't get enough of this yep. words, positive words spoken into my life yep, very from true. my spouse. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like you said, the, the death and life is in the power of the tongue, but you can be more damaging or your spouse can gain a perception of you and of the, of the marriage or even of themselves when you don't speak enough positivity. Come on, baby. You know, some of the wives say, you know, you don't compliment me enough. Tell me more about my eyes. Oh, gosh. You don't compliment me enough. And, and when I don't get enough compliments, it makes me feel... Like, do, are you even attractive to me? Absolutely. Sometimes you need to hear a gentle word. Sometimes you need to hear an uplifting word from your spouse. You know, um, especially for those that work outside of the home. You know, when you got everybody boosting your head up and telling on, you man. you're so awesome and you're so amazing. And when you come home, you're not getting anything from your spouse. Come on. You know, you're not getting any positive. Like, baby, you know, I'm so grateful for you. I, I appreciate you. I value you. You know, you're such a gift to me you know just something like that because words really penetrate the heart it does you know it does and you so know it makes a huge impact it does and so what one thing is that um we're talking about guarding your mouth here one thing um there's a there's a crucial time where you really really you should guard your mouth all the time but there's a crucial time in any relationship that you guard your mouth yeah. but in marriage and particularly when you get angry, when anger sparks, when 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 you having conflict, mm. you know, because a lot of people to think about today, a lot of people just don't believe in the spirit world. That part right there, baby. A you lot of people right don't there. believe in the spirit world. Mm -hmm. So even when they get angry, they say all kinds of things out of their mouth and they begin to create or frame their marriage in a negative way you know they begin to speak the divorce terms you know mm. whenever you speak in divorce you're your the the atmosphere the the demons and also heaven hears what you're saying all of that you know we are created in the image of god so whenever we speak these things we create a, a atmosphere around our mouth uh, around our uh around our marriage, marriage you know yeah. so when we speak divorce immediately the demons automatically takes that and begins to okay um create little instances that will cause a conflict in your marriage. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And one thing that we got to realize as, as God, people of God, that God hates divorce. That part. You see, and That's the right. devil knows that God hates divorce. Amen. So he is, he's the devil is always listening to the negative words that you're saying in your marriage. Mm. Oh, yeah. Oh, that's how you feel about your husband. Oh, oh, that's how you feel about your wife. OK, well, guess what? Your mouth just called for a harvest. Come on now. You see, because your words are seeds. Come on. You know, and when you speak death and destruction in your marriage, that's the type of harvest that you're going to reap. That's it. You know, the Bible says as the earth remains, seed, seed time, time and, and harvest, harvest will never cease. We got summer. We got winter. We got spring. We got fall. The sunrise, the sunset, because God spoke it into existence. Come on, man. You see what I'm saying? God did not like the form of the world in Genesis, right, babe? Right. He said the earth was without form, form and void and darkness covered the face of the earth. And God did not like that. So what did he do? He spoke. He opened his mouth and he spoke. Life. And see, this is one thing that we don't realize in a marriage and, and, and even as individuals that we have been created in the image and likeness of God. We are just like God. Just like God. We're just like our father. So whatever words, the, matter of fact, I'm going to just say this. The Bible said that we're going to be judged for every idle word every idle that word. we speak. This is how important our words Jesus, are. And God. so it's so important that you guard your words in your marriage because whatever we speak mm -hmm. is going to happen. Seed time and harvest, just because it hadn't arrived in your life yet, okay. don't mean that uh, it won't arrive in your future. Oh, it's going to show up, baby. It's going to show up. You know, with this COVID um, taking place in 2020, I saw a lot of people who had never um, uh, 
grown fruits and vegetables and right. things like that in their yard before they started, you know, planting, you know, fruits and vegetables and stuff like that. Yeah. And they started posting pictures and stuff of the things that they were planting. Yeah. And they were talking about how it took a long time. That's right. But they knew they put some seeds in the ground. <laughs> They knew they put seed in the ground, so they were expecting a harvest. So every day they would come and water those seeds. They would come and water those seeds. And and I saw some pictures of a little, you know, a little leaf was spraying up out of the ground because, and they were excited and they were posting it because they knew they had planted seeds. And so sometimes people would say, you know, I'm getting weary. You know, I'm getting weary. I, I don't see what I'm praying for. I don't see it happening yet. But the Bible says, grow not weary when doing well for in due season. You will reap if you faint not. If you knew you planted seeds in your marriage of prayer, fasting, you're speaking life over your over your spouse, whatever it is, watch over that word. That's it. Watch over the word because that word is a seed and in That's due it. season it is going to come forth. And I want to stick to that right there because a lot of people are saying that, you know, a lot of people have been discouraged yes. because they are, are in the time part of the sowing their seeds. Mm-hmm. Some people say, okay, my spouse, my spouse has been like this for years. I hear y'all. I've been speaking these words. I've been speaking kind words. But this is where people get stuck at right there. Mm-hmm. They begin to get discouraged in the in the in the waiting season. Mm. You know, we I know we talked about negative seeds, but there's positive seeds that you have to plant in your marriage too. That part. When your spouse is acting up, no, you are not you're not a, a, a heathen. You're a person of God. You're a child of God. Yes. You are going to be a minister. You are, And when you begin to speak those things into your marriage, they will um, reap a harvest, but it takes time. See, mm. sometimes God is testing your faith. Ooh. Everything has to be done through faith. Everything. You, God, you cannot please God but through faith faith that's so right. when you speak things speak Ooh, things you're coming. releasing your faith mm-hmm. but you got to continue on in faith until you see your harvest so that means that even your behaviors your behavior must follow your words your behavior must align with your words if you're speaking words of that's life it. right by faith you're speaking life into your marriage by faith your actions and your behaviors should align with your mouth we're talking about guard your mouth today on the marriage your mouth. podcast guard your mouth and i want you guys to put this in the comments let's look at proverbs chapter 3 verse 3 we're just wow. going to quote it um but it says he who guards his mouth preserves his life mm. he who guards his mouth my gosh preserves his life and we will go even further and say or his marriage Mm -hmm. anything in your life you know your marriage is a part of your life so if you guard your mouth you could very well be preserving your marriage but then the next part of the scripture says but he who opens wide his lips shall have destruction there you go See, you babbling and just saying any old thing, speaking death and death and death, and you just don't even think before you speak, and you're calling forth destruction. Mm, you make me sick. I hate you. You just like your mama. This marriage ain't never gonna change. It ain't never. We ain't, what? What business? We ain't, we ain't smart enough to open a business. My God, we don't just, have the money. You're just lazy. You ain't never gonna be nothing. You're never gonna be nothing. You know what I'm saying? And a lot of this is being said in the times of conflict. You know, the waiting season, the waiting season. But that don't mean that 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 the atmosphere don't hear your words. Mm. Your words are so powerful, yes. y'all. And I know I know now the real is, is that, you know, sometimes when you're in conflict and it, especially when you've been dealing with something for a long time, it battles that flesh. Your flesh is battling. It's like, man, it. I'm ready. I'm, I'm irritated. I'm frustrated. That's and real, man, you know, I know how I how, we know how it is. But in this time, this is the time where you need to get closer to God because the enemy will use your flesh to release some destructive words into your marriage and create a destructive marriage. You know, because you you realize if you realize if you go back and think um, before um, um, some things happen. um, I know there's some people on here right now that might be going through some some trials in their marriage. Mm-hmm. Think about it. Before the trial started, what what was happening? Mm. You know, some 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 words have been said, or it might have could have been a lack of words being said. That you know, part, yeah. And, and you begin to respond from the words that you or your spouse has been saying. Mm. You know what I'm saying? You you you're selfish. Mm. You're lazy. Mm-hmm. You know, you be it it pricks that person. Now it might be true. Mm-hmm. It might be true. 
But some of the words that we release out of our mouth was released intentionally to cause harm to that person's um, heart. Absolutely. And sometimes when those words are released, say, say, for example, babe, you're really you could be releasing harmful words to me. Right. You know, you know, and then I shoot back and, and I say more harmful words to there you. You, go. you know, now we're fighting fire with fire. You know, no one's using the love of God. No one's using the word of God. No one's using the laws of God. See, this is a principle in the word of God, you know, that we must guard our mouth. And so somebody has to be the, the God person in the household. <laughs> Somebody has to display the agape love of God and say, you know what? You curse me, but I'm going to bless you. I'm going to bless you. I'm going to bless you. I'm not Because I'm not going to create a, a negative atmosphere in our marriage. Come on No, now. I love you. I yes. know you said you hate me, but no, baby, I love you. Mm -mm. I care about you. I'm going to bless you. You know what I'm saying? Yes. It, it's been, look, we, we mentor a, a lot of people, and um, there's been a couple of people who who came for sessions. For those of y'all that need sessions, go to our website at marryforreal.com. Yeah. But um, we got a couple of people who who get into the sessions, and they're, they got divorce on their mind. You can tell they're angry at each other because of the words that have been said. Yeah. And then we stop, and we, we ask them, say, um, the both of them, we say, do, do y'all want your marriage? Do you want, do you your, want marriage? your marriage? And, and we, we ask them to verbally, vocally say it. Mm -hmm. And when, when one of the spouse hear their spouse say, hey, yeah, yeah, I want my marriage. It's like they got an epiphany or something. Like, really? Like, really? Because by your actions and the things you've you said, said to me, I didn't think you wanted this marriage. I didn't think that you wanted the marriage. But now when they said in front of each other, yeah, I do want the marriage. Mm -hmm. So that that that's an indication that you don't say enough positive things that's in your marriage. All you saying is negative things in your marriage. Man, all you know, sometimes y'all need to look at each other and say, babe, I know we're going through some challenges right now, but mm -hmm. I want this marriage. We're going to get I through love this. You, and we're going to get through this. That's through good. it all, we still win. Come this is now. why we say through it all we still win because this is literally a declaration of faith. Latroy and I have had to speak Come on, throughout man. our two decades of marriage. There were many times where we've said harmful things to each other, but there were also seasons where we kept spoken life. Come on, man, we, we, we had were, to. You know, even even in our walk with God, Come on. we you know when we were believing God for finances in, in our marriage and we didn't see Come it, on. we had to join forces in prayer and we had to call forth those things that be not as though they were, and we had to call forth wealth and riches shall be in our house when we had a negative in our bank account come on we had to speak what we desired to see come in on, every aspect of our life over our children when our daughter when she was four years old and she was battling with with um epilepsy you know and we got up every night and we would pray and decree the the speak word of god it. and speak life you shall live and not die you speak are the blessed the of the lord jehovah rapha is the lord thy god that heals all of our sicknesses and all of our diseases and we spoke life into her body and that spirit left her many nights. And it went on for about three years. And we got a little weary. But we continued to declare the healing power of God. And she never experienced any episode after. Come on, man. After ever. And she's like 15 years old Come on. now. Your right? words are powerful. Come on. That's Come what on. we're saying right now. Use so it. you got the God. Don't be you don't be these so-called believers. We say that we believe God, but then we seeing crazy stuff out of our mouth. You know, you wonder why things are happening in your life and in your marriage the way that it is because of your mouth, what you're injecting into your marriage. You wonder why your spouse don't want to hang around. Mm. Your spouse don't want to be close to you. You wonder why the atmosphere is, is, you know, every time you get around each other, it's a negative type vibe. You feel it is heavy in your household. You know, you can switch and change that around by simply looking each other and look your spouse in the eye and say, baby, I love you. I, I, can't tell you, I care about you. How many arguments have we squashed by just doing that right there? Come on, man. <laughs> by just somebody had to just squash this. You know, let's just put our feet on the devil because he's under our feet. Come on. And we would come and join forces and hug each other and hold each other and say, let's quit this. Let's just stop this. We love each other. I don't know what we're doing. This is the enemy. This is not us. Come on. We love each other. We're going to fight for our marriage. And, we're, and we started to speak life into each there other. And we started to say, baby, I love you. I need you. I want you. I desire you. I call crop failure on divorce. I'm not going to speak death into our marriage. Ooh. And boom, the atmosphere shifted. It shifted. And ever, ever since then, once we grabbed the hold to the truth of God's word about marriage and about life, mm -hmm. we started speaking 
positive words into our marriage and everything started to change. The, our perception of each other started to change. The way we treated each other yes. started to change yes. because we began to speak the right words. Hallelujah. Glory you know, to God. You, you have the power, whether you believe it or not. Yes. You have the power to shift the, the your, your marriage into the right direction. Mm. We know it's hard. We yes. know it's, it's challenge right now. Yes. But the challenge, the Bible said, God said that he'll never put more on you than you could bear. That part. You know, the thing about it, babe, is because everything with God requires faith. That's why it's not going to feel good to speak life sometimes. On, it's not going to feel good, you know, to always, you know, be the, the, the stronger person or the more mature person or the spiritually mature person. But that's why it's called faith. That's it. Faith is the substance of things hoped for. It's the evidence of what you don't have. That's what faith is. You got to believe it and you got to speak it. So that's a good question right there um, to ask. This is time for a question. What do y'all want to see in your marriage? Come on. Come what on. do you want to see in your spouse? What do you want? You know what I'm saying? What do you want to see in your spouse? Yeah. Because the word is true. He said that whatsoever you pray for and you ask. Whatsoever. Whatsoever. If you believe it, you shall have what you pray for. So now your spouse is wayward. Your spouse is whatever. You know, you, you might not have certain things in your marriage that you are looking for. Mm. All right. What do you want? What do you desire? Is your words... Hallelujah. Speaking contrary to what you believe. Are you speaking contrary things that you claim to believe? Mm -hmm. Because really, really, I'm going to tell you, to me, that's like an oxymoron. Because if you believe something, then you're going to be able to say it. Hallelujah. You only say what you really believe. All of that. There might be a That's desire a fact, in Jack. your heart. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? There might be a desire in your heart that you want inside your marriage, but you speak in the, the, the opposite of what you desire. Mm -hmm. So you really believe what you say. You, you really do. You know, um, the Bible says in Matthew chapter 15 and 18, but what comes out of the mouth proceeds from the heart. That's it. That's it. <laughs> but what comes out of the mouth proceeds from the heart. So maybe you're not saying it because you don't believe it. You don't believe it. You know what I'm saying? If it ain't in your heart, you know what I'm saying? You, you ain't going to really speak it. You see? And so the, sometimes the reason why we're saying hurtful, destructive words on, is because divorce is in our heart. And I'll be there the first go. to say I have been there. There you go. I have been there. It was it wasn't settled in my heart that this was a covenant and that this marriage was going to last forever. I hadn't yet settled it. Everybody know our testimony. We, we went through a season of infidelity. We went through a, man, it was very destructive. And, and I, I said, God, listen, you know, and so my mouth was speaking what was in my heart. My heart was broken. My heart was aching. My heart was painful, right? And so my mouth reflected my heart. There you go. You understand what I'm saying? But once I settled in my heart, you know what? This, Christina, this is bigger than you. I didn't know that there was a married for real coming out of this storm. You understand what I'm saying? But God saw a larger picture. And sometimes we got to fight the urge to have instant satisfaction or gratification for the bigger picture. Mm. You see what I'm saying? Sometimes we release words out of our mouth or we act out of our emotions foolishly because we're in the midst of, you know, emotionalism. And we're not really choosing wisdom or, or pausing for a second to just say, you know what, God, what do you want out of this Ooh. pain? What do you want out of this story? What do you want out of my sorrow? You know, how can you get the glory out of whatever it is that I'm battling with right now? See, guarding your mouth, taking your mouth in prayer, you know, using your mouth to pray to God, to say, God, I'm being real. I'm hurt. I'm angry. I'm ticked off. OK, <laughs> but what do you want? Man, that's so powerful. And, 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 and there's something in the scripture um, when I think it was John the Baptist, um, John the Baptist. And I forgot his father's name, I forgot his father's name. But an angel came to him and said that um, he was going to have a baby. And he was talking about John the Baptist. And um, I forgot oh, the, yeah. I forgot I the remember, name. Um, but I think it's Zach, Zach, I'm going to find Zachariah. it. Zachariah? I'll find it. I think it's Zachariah. But, um, you know, this is how powerful words are. He doubted what the angel spoke to him. He doubted, you know. And this is for some people right here. Some people are wondering why things aren't being revealed into their life why this business isn't happening why this ministry isn't why the children are going wayward why this is happening um because some of the things that you're saying now when he spoke the word to um his father he zachariah it was zachariah mm -hmm. he said zachariah you're gonna you're gonna have a, a child and this is what your child gonna do he's gonna pave the way for the messiah 
And so Zechariah didn't believe it. God knew he didn't believe it. So Zechariah, the angel said, look, your mouth going to be shut until this baby come to this earth. Because you don't believe, mm. I got to close your mouth Good before you God say something mind. negative and cause this thing to be disrupted. So he had to close his mouth. This is how much power we have. And for some of y'all, some things are supposed to come to this earth through you and your marriage. But your mouth has been causing a cancellation. Jesus. And that's in the book of Luke chapter 1 verse 19. Let's read it. The angel said to Zechariah, I am Gabriel. I stand in the presence of God and I have been sent to speak to you and to tell you this good news. And now you will be silent. Come on. You will be silent and not able to speak until the day that this happens because you did not believe my words. Come on now. Because he didn't believe that the word and the, the scripture in the beginning, 18 said, Zechariah asked the angel. This was a doubt. He was doubtful. Mm -hmm. He said, how can I be sure of this? Mm -hmm. I am an old man and my wife is well along in years. <laughs> See, he started to doubt. And, and the angel said, OK, because you doubt, um, my man, you, you doubting God, I'm going to close your mouth. I'm going to shut your mouth because the power of death and life is in your tongue. Whatever I say is going to be established. The Bible says we shall decree a thing and it shall be established. The word of God has already went forth. Come on. And I already said, no, you are going to have a son. You're going to name him John the Baptist. And he's going to pave the way for the Christ. You see what I'm saying? But he goes with all of this doubt and unbelief, you, you know, against the word of God. Like, what do you mean? How am I going to be able to do this? But the Bible says, and now you will be silent and not able to speak until the day that this happens because you did not believe my words, which will come true at their appointed time. Ooh, so how many things have been spoken into your marriage and in your life? God said clearly that you're going to have a child. Mm. God said clearly you're going to have a business. Yes. God said clearly that your husband will come back. You know, your husband will change. He said clearly that your children will be saved. Come on. Come he, on. he spoke blessings over your life. But how many of you are doubting just like Zachariah? My God. Now, the word of God today is saying, keep your mouth closed. Ooh. Hush your mouth. Guard your mouth. Guard your mouth. That's today's topic. Don't you speak Guard against your what mouth. God has said. Guard your mouth mouth you can be the very one that's fighting against what god is trying to do in your marriage and in your life mm. oh my gosh so what did god say about marriage god said that marriage is honorable right the bible says that marriage should be honored by all period and this wow. word honor you all has been so watered down in today's society we don't honor nothing no more there's no honor for god there's no honor for your mother and father Come on, man. there's no honor for authority we speak against those that are in authority when they have been put in authority by god himself that's the word of God. Come no authority is in an authority except God himself put them there. Come on, right? Man. But we speak publicly against the uh, assigned um, authority of God. And so, you know, our husbands, wives, honor your husband and, 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 and respect your husband. Those, that's what the word of God says. So, so we got to stay true to that and don't speak against it. Don't, and, and I know it's going to be hard in the flesh, but we can do all things through Christ, you guys. So here's three tips that we want to leave you guys with when in, in, in talking about guarding our mouth, right? Number one, please stop before you open your mouth. Just pause and give yourself a second to process, yeah. okay, what, what your emotions. Because a lot of times, the first thing we want to do is speak out of our emotions, especially us as females, oh, yeah. all right? I was talking the other day, and I was about to say something. I was a little irritated. And I remember I, I said maybe one word, and then I said, and then I fell back. I said, hold up, Christina, fix your mouth, fix your mouth. That fix your right. mouth. Yeah, fix it, girl, fix it. <laughs> and I took a step back, and I processed my emotions, and I, and I, and I did it again. And it came forth the right way. So number one, you got to stop when you're irritated or you're angry, or you're frustrated. Just make sure you process out those emotions, mm -hmm. okay? And, and number two, think. Think. Use the brain the think. Lord gave Number you. two, think. Consider carefully the words that you're about to say. Come on, You come really got, how is what I'm about to say going to affect my life and going to affect my marriage? Is this, is this, these words align with what God would want me to say? Come on, come on. You know, so you got to stop and then you got to think about what you're about to release into the atmosphere. 
You better process those, them, those thoughts, man. Process your thoughts. Number one, stop. Process your emotions. Number two, think about your thoughts. What, are, what is happening in your mind right now? What are, you know, formulate this thing before you open this mouth right here, all right? And then thirdly, choose. Now you got to make a decision, all right? Recognize that you are at an important you know, this this could be a, a important decision that I'm about to make. What I'm about to say could build my marriage or destroy my marriage. So all right. Good. So carefully choose your response. Make yep. sure that you're speaking words that's actually going to bring life, the life of God into your marriage. That's all right. Good. So anything that I choose to speak to you as my husband, my number one goal is to make sure that it's honorable. There you go. That it's respectful. And, and anything that I say to my wife, I got to make sure that it's not harsh, that it's loving. That part. That is sacrificial. Gentle. You know, that is gentle. Exactly. So, man, look, we hope that this bless y'all. Because this, once we got this right here, speaking the right words, God in our mouth when it comes to our marriage and about Game life, Game it changed everything. The atmosphere shifted yes, God. in our marriage. Oh, my God. Some of y'all need a shift in your marriage. You know, you have the power to shift your marriage right now by the words that you speak. So mm. begin to plant positive seeds in That's your good. marriage today. Mm. All right, y'all. All of that. Oh, my God. This is so good. So now <laughs> um, we're going to another segment, y'all. Let's, Let's go. go. Male brain, male brain versus the female brain. Oh my God. Oh my God. And sticking with this topic today on, on guarding our mouth, guarding your mouth, right? <laughs> when, when females, when us as females, you know, when we, when we go and we speak, our minds sometimes want to first speak the very thing we feel. That's right. That's okay? true. We're feelers. We're very emotional. You know what I'm saying? And so sometimes our female brains are wired that way to just speak out of emotion. True. But the word of God says that a foolish person vents all of their feelings, but a wise man holds it back. That's Proverbs 29 and 11, right? Ooh. So so you can't, it's not wise to speak all or vent all of your feelings see and sometimes we as females we don't understand oh well i'm gonna just tell it like it is and da, 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 you know that's that's being a foolish a foolish woman you see what i'm, I'm saying i'm glad you said it oh listen y'all your girl growing up in this thing because i was one of those foolish women you know thinking that you know no latroy you just sensitive come on now <laughs> i would just tell him like your ti is and i'd be like yo you just sensitive you know that's but real. no christina you need to guard your mouth you that's need real. to know how to approach your king your husband come on now. you know he the husband is a position it's his position it's his anointed position and so that is one thing you guys that we got to keep in mind ladies ladies ladies, ladies ladies i know your female brain is wired to just you know talk about well i feel you did this and and i don't feel that you said that right and i don't feel you treated me the right way that that could be all true your feelings are valid but it's all about your approach it's right. all about your response right just make sure remember that you stop and process some of those emotions yeah. and one thing i learned is to filter a lot of my emotions in prayer Ooh. man let me tell you you can let loose in the in the throne room like god you know you you saw what he did right yeah. like like that was some I, I did not like that you know yeah. you can filter it in prayer so that now when you come out of that closet hopefully your mouth has been anointed <laughs> and, and i'm gonna tell you um for the man we're gonna go to the male brains because we are I guess commanded not to be harsh at all with our wives. Mm. All right. This could be challenging because sometimes our wives possess the, the, the mouth demon. Really, Latroy. And that, I'm just gonna say that. And but but the thing is, this is but with our male brain, we are we are never ever supposed to be harsh. And because we hear with the air of uh, through the filters of respect and honor, sometime when we feel disrespected, it causes us to lose that um, that control over our mouth. I see. And sometimes we say things, and it, it, we may not say things. Um, we might not. The content of what we say might not be harmful but how we say it mm -hmm, mm -hmm. how we say it we're harsh with our words we yell Ooh. we get loud we we buck at our wives we we you know stick our chest out we we flex our manhood you know what i'm saying and this this is a way that we try to regain power 
my God. We try to regain our flex authority in our marriage. You know what I'm saying? And the with the male brain, we have this is this is something that's embedded in us because we know that we're kings. We know that we're the leaders. Yep. But the Bible says that we have to control that those impulses. Come on, come on, come on. We should never be harmful with our mouth with um with our wives. I don't care how upset you are. We are the leaders. We're supposed to be showing our family how to control and guard ourselves. Somebody got to be stable. We got to be stable. We got to be the one to have self-control. If we if we get angry, my brother, if you get angry, my brother, walk away. Well, say, baby, I love you, but I need a break right now. Let me let me let me come back when I'm able to speak to you in a godly manner. Mm. Because right now, I, my flesh is is acting up. You got to be real. Look, my flesh is acting up, and I don't want to. I don't want to say things outside of my character. So step away. You see what I'm saying? All of that. That's male and female brain, man. That's how it works. If y'all, if you, one one reason why we do these these um skits or segments is because you got to know yourself. You better know you. You got to know yourself. I know me. Let me tell you. Like I, I be like Lee Troy. I I call him Lee Troy when I'm playing with him. But I'm like Lee. His name is Latroy. But I'm like Lee Troy, baby. Lee Troy. Lee Troy. I, I need about 20 minutes, my love. I, I, I need about 20 minutes. Because your girl going, I'm feeling stuff that I, you know, I just trying to put a guard over my mouth. You know, we married for real out here. You know, oh, yeah. we on a journey too, y'all. Don't, don't get it twisted. You know, we go through little conflicts. Matter of fact, man, we had about a couple conflicts like two weeks ago, right? And when I tell you, we, we rate our conflicts, oh, right, yeah. on a scale of 1 through 10, right? And... uh we had three conflicts, man. I don't oh, yeah. know what was going on, but all of those conflicts, we were able to keep it at a level one and two. And so when we got to that third conflict, we were so proud of ourselves on, that man. we celebrated. We, we had <laughs> we had we hadn't screamed or yelled or at each other in a long time. And so this is this is something that, you know, we celebrate yes. every victory when there's a conflict because every marriage has a conflict. It's inevitable. Look, we're gonna be real, y'all. Even though we're marriage leaders, we marriage we are certified marriage mentors. Okay. We have conflict. We ain't gonna be the one that try to steer you in the wrong direction and say you're never gonna have conflict. No, let me That's tell you something. That's a lie. That's a lie. 101. We're going to be real and honest with y'all. But right now, we're we going to open up because y'all know what time it is. It's time for questions and, and answers. Let's talk. Honey. If y'all got any questions, let's talk. Let's see. Let's talk. If y'all want to ask us some questions, um, we um, some of y'all that don't know, we are certified marriage mentors. We, um, we've been in ministry for over 20 years, been ordained ministers and everything. Some people just want to know. We just put it in out there. Yeah. But um, what we do, we do one-on-one sessions and um, we do marriage mentorship also. So, but you got to go to our website to yep. see that. Um, but we are here for you. Yes, this sir. is why we do these um, lives and everything because we want to get the truth out there about marriage. The mm. world is painting a negative or a, a non-truthful picture of what marriage is supposed to be. Marriage is a product of God, period. Period. It Point came blank. from the heartbeat of God. The world didn't create it. The government didn't create it. It came from the mind of God. So we have to go to the word of God and get godly counsel That's in it. order for our marriages to be su successful, right? So that it can resemble the, the image and likeness of God. Because the product of marriage is not defective. Come on, man. I don't see why, you know, I know 50% or 40% or whatever is, is ending in divorce. But in the beginning, it was not so. That was, That's not the mind of God. God says he hates divorce. Come on. It's the people that got the problems. But God's product of marriage is perfect. Yeah, mm, all of that. God. So let's get your questions, fam. Let's get your questions. Let's get your questions. We got a few questions up here. Um... Uh, Jacqueline Schuber, is it in person only or also virtual mentoring? All of our mentoring is done online currently only. All right. All of our mentoring is done online through Zoom video conferencing. Um, we have a six-month marriage mentorship, a minimum of six months. We have mentees that's been with us for over a year or more. Um, so, yeah, all of the information is at MarriedForReal.com. Alright, let's see what other questions Let's see oh, what questions we got Huh? The other way Not too fast <laughs> Well, we got, I want to go back to the top Let's see Alright 
We're looking for your questions. Just one sec. Um, I see um, Trey. Trey Hollis says, can a marriage succeed if one person wants to separate for a bit to get themselves back together to, to find them? Mm. I'll let you answer that, baby. Find them. Well, um, marriage is a covenant. Marriage is a covenant. And we just believe that... Uh, you know, the good, the bad, the ugly, for better, for worse, sickness and health, whatever we need to work on, we need to work on it within the covenant of this marriage. You see what I'm saying? Um, there's no back door to marriage. Um, we do understand that in some cases where it's toxic, separation is probably best. You know, if there's um, physical abuse, if there's um, even infidelity, sometimes you're like, yo, we, we might just need to separate, live in different houses for a second until we figure out what we want. You know, we understand cases like that. But outside of that, we just truly believe that all things are possible with God. We personally um, have never been separated, uh, been together, living always, <laughs> like 22, yeah. 22, 23 even, years. Even when, even when she got on my nerves. Now, we haven't been in separate rooms. Don't get it twisted for a <laughs> night. You know, we haven't had a night in another room, you know, because we just couldn't resolve a conflict. Yeah. But... Uh, man, somebody say uh, it says um, f- separate for a bit to get themselves back together or to find them. That's you- that's that's something dang- I would say that's 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 dangerous. It depends if you're in a toxic situation and and you know there's some danger that could be happening to either you or somebody within that um, in that household. And I would say yeah, um, separation would be a wise thing to do because we the main thing is you don't want anybody to get hurt, but. If it's just a, a, a conflict that you see, can't seem to resolve, then that's a dangerous thing because when you separate, you get leave out of the house. Sometimes you experience, it, 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 you you begin to experience the the singlehood again. And some people like being single. Yeah, and something you start to you know formulate a, a world without your spouse. That's it. That's it. Marriage, God hates divorce. So, the, the if you if you are at that point where you feel in separation, then you need mediation. You need to reach out to somebody that can actually get into your marriage and talk to you and, and hold you guys accountable and help you to maneuver beyond that conflict. And I ultimately believe that we should always be getting ourselves together, even within the marriage. This right. is an individual thing at the end of the day. You know what I'm saying? We got to work on our individual selves because like we said earlier, the product of marriage is perfect. It, the problem is the two people, the two individuals got to work on the person in the mirror. So honestly, that could be done right under the same roof. I We're still working on ourselves. We ain't separated. You know, your girl's still working on, you know, I'm working on me all day, every day. And LaTroy is doing the same thing. So sometimes separation is, no, that's not necessary to work on yourself. We should always be working on ourselves. Come on, man. Come Amen. on. I got a question from, and- excuse me, Andrea. She said, how do you know? When you, as a wife, has gone too far venting in your emotions, how how we feel is important for our spouses to know. So how do you know when you're too far in your emotions? That's a good question. Mm. Um, it, it goes to what we just said today. When you start speaking the wrong words, you start ejecting the wrong words into your marriage, that's when you know you're too far in your emotions. You need to take some time and wait till you can speak or, or relay the message that you're trying to get over to your spouse in the right way. You know, when when you have to yell and say, now you're saying divorce terms and you calling names or something like that's what you you too far. That's it. That's when you just too far. You too far. Too far. Because now, see, a conversation is a conversation. There's nothing wrong with a conversation. That's the way we connect our hearts to one another. So we need to talk about how we feel. But when we go too far is when we start to say things that are negatively impacting the marriage. You know, now I'm hitting below the belt. Yep. Now this is personal now. I'm, I'm calling you, you know, somebody, you know, that's negative. Now I'm coming against your my perception of you. Yeah. I'm insulting you. I'm degrading you. You know, so you're too far when you're when you're you're not attacking the issue. You're attacking the person. No. That's, that's when I think, oh, yeah. yeah, that's when I think it's gone too far. When you're just like, that's you, good. you have a problem. You always do this and you never do this. 
what are we even talking about here now? Okay, because now remember your words linger. Yeah. So that person is going to leave that conversation. It's like, dang, I didn't know you thought about me like that. Yeah. I didn't even know you see me that that way, right? And so you you cause more damage, more harm, more yeah. harm to your relationship. Yep. Than before, you yeah. know what I'm saying. So you gotta guard your mouth. So and and if you if you are like that and you can't control that, then I would say you know spend more time in the word because really, honestly, y'all, it's the flesh. It, it is the flesh that causes us to just release things out of our mouth yeah. and to do harmful things. Yeah, it's carnality. We too fleshy. And when the, when the flesh is too strong, you need more prayer and fasting. But one thing I want to give from a practical um, point of view, I was cooking in the kitchen one day and something had happened. This was about a year ago, but it was really, it showed me something about myself. Yeah. Um, and we were on like a four-way, we were on a call, a conference call or something and we, I was cooking. I was doing a lot of things at the time. <laughs> and Latroy had did something to irritate me. You know how we get irritated you know, over stuff. And I don't even really know what it was. But I wanted to, you know, respond right then. Because I'm like, wow, why did you just do that? Right. But instantly, I heard the Holy Spirit say, Christina, no. Just, just wait for a minute. Finish cooking because the call was over. But I still needed to finish my my meal. And so the Holy Spirit said, no, finish doing what you're doing. Finish cooking the dinner. And if you still feel like you need to have the conversation with him, right. then, then go ahead and have the conversation with him. So I got finished cooking. And I'm just, I put some <laughs> music on in the kitchen. <laughs> and I'm singing and I'm cooking and I'm singing and I'm cooking. I realize I'm not even mad no more. Thank you, Jesus. I'm like, I don't know. <laughs> I'm not even irritated. I'm not even mad. So I was like, all right, well, I guess I don't even need to talk about this with him. He didn't even know what what was even going on. So I went to the room where he was located. He was, You were in the other office. He was in the office. And I went and I hugged you. And yeah. you don't know why I did that. I, I don't nowhere. know what happened. <laughs> but that was my act of faith. I was releasing that offense. You see what I'm saying? I felt like I needed to release it. That's so good. I went over to him and I hugged him and I kissed him. And I was like... This stuff was petty. Some stuff is really petty, but but when that when those feelings are lingering, you're going into a new day. Yeah. You know, you can't sleep at night because you're just so upset. Now, nah, I think you do need to talk about it because maybe, you yeah. know, the offense is great. Yeah. You know, so you do need to talk about it. But sometimes everything does not need to be addressed. Man, man, that's something good. That was a game changer too for our marriage. Yeah. So um I got Keisha. Um no, Ebony, I'm sorry. Ebony, she said, um, what are some ways to start to forgive and trust again? What are some ways? How do I forgive and trust again? And forgiveness is truly a choice. Forgiveness, I know it, it don't feel like that because you're still going to have the emotions. You know, how can you love your enemy? Come on now. The Bible says love your enemies and do good to those that despitefully use you and say all manner of evil. You can't do that in the natural. You can't do that with this flesh. You That's need the good. supernatural power of God. Some, go to God and say, God, I need your help. Remember the man in the Bible? He said, help my unbelief. Yeah. I want to believe, but help my unbelief. That's it. And so I would just say, you know, it starts it, it starts with God. Um, but I, I've had to forgive many, you know. Y'all know our story. Yeah. You've had to forgive many as well, babe. But yeah. many times we've had to just move even though the emotions wasn't gone, the emotions was, were still there. But many times, from the smallest things to the larger things, from yeah. infidelity all the way down to, you know, we work together. We're always together. Sometimes we might slightly irritate the other person or something yeah. like that. And we have to apologize um, and forgive each other over and over and over and over again because this is marriage. Marriage is two good forgivers. When you a healthy marriage requires two people that are constantly willing to forgive. And all you're saying is, I'm going to make a decision to release you from that. Mm -hmm. You know what? I'm not even going to hold this over you anymore. I'm going to release you out of my heart. I forgive you for I that offense. You. You know, my emotions may not yet align, but that that is a job for God. God has, you know, me and God going to work on that. But I release you. And, and uh, I guess... To answer your question, to add that was good, baby. To add a fur further um, to that answer, um, you might be um, challenged or struggling with your emotions. So, like we just said, you got to begin to speak against those emotions, you know, mm -hmm. because the person might have changed. You you want to forgive. You forgiveness and reconciliation is different. 
So you forgive that person. Um, you don't hold anything against that person anymore. But then, like Christina said, your emotions can still be affecting you. So when most emotions and belief systems are as a result of things being done, and now there's, there's negative words being said. So you got to come against those words. You got to renew the way you think about that person. And, yeah. and the only way you can do that is by speaking positive words. No, I have already forgive that person. This person isn't like that anymore. Especially if that person have, has already shown change. Mm. You know, no, they're not like this anymore. I forgave them, so I'm not going to think. You got you got to now begin to cast down those thoughts. Glory to God. You know? And I, I want to add, wow, this is such a heavy topic on forgiveness. Um, maybe we could do that on another podcast. But <clears throat> another thing that I would add is pray for the person. When you begin to pray for the person, I remember even outside of my marriage, I've had to forgive so many people from yeah. co-workers to bosses on jobs and mother, father. I've had to forgive many, many, many people. And once I started praying and speaking blessings over them and just speaking life over them, my emotions, those emotions of, of discouragement, hurt, pain or whatever, it started to leave. You know what I'm saying? Because now I, I don't want nothing but good for you, you know? And, and and when I started speaking or praying over this one person in particular, I remember I had this boss that just did me wrong and I quit. And I was so upset over what happened and the way she went about things. And I started praying because I would wake up thinking about it, go to bed thinking about it. And God said, Christina, pray for her, yeah. pray for her, pray for her. And I started praying for her. And a month later, I saw her in person. Mm. And would you believe I gave this woman a hug and my husband was there. I gave her a hug. I embraced her. Now she gave me one of those little church pats on the back, but that's okay. I hugged her because see what she hadn't known is that I've been praying for you girl for over a month. Yeah. I've been praying the will of God be done in your life. I've been praying blessings and favor over you. I've been praying just to get you out of my heart. Cause I don't want you to have that much control over yeah. me. Yeah. You see what I'm saying? So when I speak, when I saw her that next day, that um, month later, the hug was genuine. Yeah. So when you pray for those that are that have hurt you, that you need to forgive, it's going to really help those emotions to leave. Yeah. Wow. That's so good. I got. We're gonna do one more question, y'all. Um, my brother, our brother Corey. Um, this is a good question right here. He says, um, "What do you do when you have caused the anger and the hurt?" By the things that you have said Now that you are trying to change your language Your spouse only finds offense in the things that you say Oh that's so good That's so real too Gosh mm, 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 mm. Oh lord You know I feel that my brother Because yeah. honestly that I battled with that right Yeah. Um, and maybe you did too You can share but I know for yeah. me you, They often say sometimes You need like 10 positive words just to get rid of one negative word that has been spoken and and it that, there's a lot of truth to that because sometimes when somebody is saying something nice or something kind your mind immediately goes back to something that they've said that was negative so now you're having this war to try to say hmm i wonder if what they're saying is true you know why why are they saying so now you're questioning all of the good words you see what i'm saying and so i would say I started to just believe it because I wanted something new. You know, I no longer wanted to be tormented by my past. I wanted to, God to do a new thing in me and into our marriage. And so I just chose to believe that this, the same energy that it takes me not to believe is the same energy it takes me to believe. You see what I'm saying? So why put effort into the negative and, and reverse that thing, flip that thing and put it into a, the positive. And so I started to believe you when you would say good things over our marriage and, and you would say good things about me. And I would I would process it a little bit and I would say, OK, I got you. All right. I would smile a little bit. But eventually I started to speak it back. And I said, okay, baby, thank you for saying that. And I started to receive it. Sometimes you're going to have to hear it, process it, receive it, and then speak it back so that you can truly get that thing rooted inside of you. Mm. Yeah, and, and one thing is, because we went through this. I'm glad you mentioned that. We went through this, and one thing that Christina used to say all the time was, you ain't gonna manipulate me. I wouldn't be, <laughs> I would, yes. I wouldn't be trying to manipulate her. Yes, sir. But I, I would be... You know, I and I wouldn't be trying to manipulate her, but she would say this because of some of the words that I have been saying in the time that I was off. You know, yep. And so, to you, I would say, um, you, if you've already changed your words, so the first thing is that that I see is that you recognize that you caused the hurt and the pain. Mm. 
with mm. you. And that's, that's what good. you have to you have to approach your spouse in that way of knowing that okay, I caused this damage. So whenever she even miss misunderstands what I'm saying or misinterprets what I'm saying, this is coming from the thing that I've did in the past. So you have to approach it that way. Um, I had to recognize that okay, I caused that. So baby, I I can see I see why you think like this, mm. and I'm so sorry that I've I've created this perception. Or this belief system in you. Mm-hmm. So the only thing really that I could have done is to continue to recognize that and, and apologize for the things that I injected into her and mm-hmm. to never ever do or say those things again. That's right. That's and right. then eventually, you know, with time, then she'll begin, like she said, she began to believe the things that I would say now. She began that I was a changed person. Because first of all, I took ownership. I said, hey. I know why you're you're thinking like this. Okay, don't, and, don't and, act like you don't know. Now. And Corey, it seemed like it seemed like this is this is what you you're saying that I I am the one. Accountability. I caused the anger. Yes. I caused the anger. And I know, believe me, I know how frustrating it is when you're a changed person and and your spouse still saying she she's thinking like you're this person and you said it this way because this is what you mean. No, baby, that's not what I mean. Mm-hmm. I'm I'm not like that no more. Yeah, you like this because I remember you did this last week. Uh, the, 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 for ten years, I suffered with you doing this, and so this is what I had to go through, and what we had to go through. But I really had to take in consideration, like you're doing, Corey, that I caused that, and, and be it, consistent. Be though. consistent with it, and every yeah. time she speaks that and say, "Hey, babe," you know, because what it is is still the pain speaking out yeah. of her. Baby, I'm sorry that I did that. And I love you and I care about you. And, you know, I just want to apologize again. But I just want to reassure you that I'm not like that anymore. And I love you. And I'm just so, I'm so, I have regrets for even put, putting that inside of you. Look at That's God. all come you on, can come do. On, come on. That's all you can do. You can't change your heart. God is going to change your heart as you, be, as you continue to be consistent with your, your renewal. So in other words, the person who has caused the hurt or the pain has to be accountable to what they know they've done. And it sounds like you have. And secondly, secondly, be consistent. You know what I'm saying? I think I hear from a lot of wives like he's he's not consistent. Right. There's no consistency. You know, his behavior still resembles the old man. Yeah. And that's another thing that 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 hinders the, the healing when when the behavior is is very familiar um i would also add that the person that has been hurt has a job to do also with renewing their mind process you know they also got to do some work too now you can't just sit in the mud and say oh i'm so wounded and i'm so hurt no you gotta rise up and be healed your healing is 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 up to you yeah you know what I'm saying? You got to go after your healing and take it by force. You know, and what does that mean? You're going to have to start. No, I, I want my marriage. So I'm going to see you through the eyes of Christ. I'm mm. going to see you through the word of God. I, I, by faith, I'm going to believe what you said. Because I believe if any man be in Christ, he's a new creation. And that's why the person who, who, was, uh, who, hurt, who hurt the spouse has to be consistent. Because God is consistent. His love is consistent. God never wavers. He's faithful. Mm. You see what I'm saying? So just be loyal. If you are a new creation and you are a changed person, be consistent. Mm. And, and I know to the people who have changed... In trying to fix their marriage from the damage they caused I know how frustrating it is To go through that where it seemed like You're being accused of being the same person mm. But that's where That's the fine line right there That's the fine line There's two roads right there When you get frustrated Don't respond based upon your frustration Come on baby Cause you can be tempted right there To respond based upon your frustration yep. No Respond to your spouse that's still hurting based upon how much you love and you care about them. Put that in the comments. Your response is everything. Your response is everything. Your response is everything. I don't know about y'all. Listen, fam. Look, this was so good, y'all. All All of that. And and I hope that we hope that this bless y'all. We want to we want to share with y'all some final thoughts before we go. Um, yes, we, yes. we just hope that we bless y'all. Like this was a blessing. If if you're just popping up on this thing, share, 
share this thing with some people and also tag tag we love when y'all tag some people love it, love tag it, love about it. three to four people man but we want to leave y'all with some final words and some final thoughts listen you guys if this is the last thing if you haven't taken anything away from this topic today the final thought is coming from psalms 141 and 3 please put that in the comments psalms chapter 141 verse 3 in the niv it says set a guard over my mouth lord keep watch over the door of my lips help me in other words <laughs> help me choose wise words yes. help me build help me say words that build up not tear down help me to speak life into my spouse and not death help me to even speak life into my own life the bible says encourage yourself in the lord some of some people are just self-destructive you, you know what i'm saying you got to also speak life over you you see what I'm saying? So God set a guard over my mouth and keep watch over the door of my lips because I understand that I'm a speaking spirit. I understand that I create my world, my marriage, my life through my mouth. Mm, my God. So, man, we hope this that, that this bless you. Remember, if you need marriage help, if you want us to us to walk with you, you know what I'm saying? We're putting ourselves out there as a resource. Go to our website at marriedforreal.com. Once again, marriedforreal.com. Book a session. You can book a wife session or a husband session or a one-on-one -on -one marriage session together. And let us walk with y'all. You know what I'm saying? Go ahead and, and book right now, man. Don't 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 try to do marriage alone. You know nah. what I'm saying? Mm -mm. Don't try to do it alone. It's the, unnecessary. The best thing that you can do is include other people into your marriage to, to, to look into your marriage from the outside and to help you to maneuver beyond these um, conflicts. All right? Amen. And for those of you who are subscribers to the M4R Institute, listen, for the theme for the month of October, it is the Boom Boom Room. The Boom Boom Room is the marriage bed. That is what we're talking about for the entire month of October. And this Thursday, which is tomorrow at our 6 and 9 p.m. Eastern classes, our topic is let's get sexy let's get sexy all right and we're going to talk about flirting and you know non-sexual affection you know we're going to be focusing on that tomorrow so we're looking forward to you guys joining us tomorrow in the institute if you are not already a subscriber go to our website right now and go ahead and subscribe we teach marital content every thursday at 6 and 9 p.m through zoom it's a group of married couples from all over and we get together man and we we talk about marriage we're very real we're very transparent and we're a family last but not least go ahead and subscribe to our youtube channel yeah go ahead and get plugged into our podcast follow us right now on this facebook page as well as instagram and don't forget you guys your marriage will never rise above your mindset oh yeah get your mind renewed about what marriage truly is and one more time we screaming it out marriage is a god thing all of that and remember if you take these messages and you apply it to your life you two can say through it all. We still win. God bless y'all.